0: welcome to Family Health and Wellness podcast series called Parenting Tips, geared to parents and professionals working with families. Family Health and Wellness is a part of the National Extension System, which provides research-based information and is a program of Cornell Cooperative Extension of Suffolk County in New York. I'm Rory McNish, the host of this series, which will showcase Family Health and Wellness educators who are experts in the field of child development, positive parenting practices, nutrition and health. Our goal is to help adults make research-informed decisions for themselves and their families. I'm pleased to welcome Dinah Therese Castro, who is joining us today to talk about setting rules and limits for young children. Dinah has been a bilingual family well-being educator with family health and wellness since 2000. Dinah has a degree in nutrition education and coordinates the parent-toddler nutrition programs that Cornell Cooperative Extension presents in our Suffolk County libraries. Hi, Dinah, how you doing?
1: Good, Rory, how are you?
0: Good, good, so what's happening? Well,
1: we're here today to talk about setting rules and limits for young children. And we all always say um, raising a family is hard, it's not easy. No, it's but there not. there are a few strategies we can use to make things go easier for us, like setting rules and limits for our little ones. As much as some moms and dads would like to think that they are perfect parents, the truth is that there simply aren't any perfect parents and try as you might like, it's nearly impossible to be a good parent without having some sort of structure and discipline. Good parents can reasonably disagree about the particulars of the rules they have, but all good parents should have a set of rules and limits that their children are expected to follow. Limits are one form of discipline. And today we're here to talk about the importance of setting these rules and limits for the young children. Parents often set limits for their children not just for disciplinary reasons, but to help keep their kids safe. So it's helpful to know how to set limits, how to enforce the limits once you have them already set and what the consequences you're going to use if the limits are ignored. And of course, the consequences for ignoring limits uh, will be different for each child depending on their age.
0: Okay, Dinah, why are limits so important?
1: Well, worry there are many reasons. Most importantly, children need love from their parents or caregivers. Limits actually help your child feel like you care about them, especially when you share with them the reason why the limit is being set. They will also feel more secure, even though the limits aren't enjoyable for them. Children who feel like they're loved and are valued by their parents will be more willing to accept correction and limits. This means that they're more willing to cooperate with you. And a child who is more cooperative is better disciplined. Yep. And keep in mind, children need structure. You can create structure in your child's life by having expectations for proper behavior, as well as constraints on how much freedom your child is given. It doesn't matter how old your children are. All children need rules and limits. And limits may uh, be used to help your child learn what is acceptable and what is not so that they can learn self-control. Young children have a tendency to want what they want when they want it. (laughs) So you're always going to have some kind of uh, challenges Mm -hmm. in store when you do this. Oh, yeah. Um, But don't give up. You can do this.
0: All right. All right. Sounds good. Now, um, are there any more reasons to have rules?
1: There are plenty of reasons to have rules. But the main reason is that over time, they help your child develop the ability to manage his or her own behavior. And although it sounds contradictory, your child's ability to control himself is something that grows out of his being controlled by you. The reason for this is that children acquire self-control by imposing on themselves the rules that their parents have imposed on them. And over time, the control of your child's behavior gradually shifts from being something external or coming from you outside of them mm-hmm. to being internal or imposed by the child himself. And however, we have, we have to look at it this way. If that external control is never there to begin with, the internal control, that self-control you want them to have, won't develop.
0: So is that um, why some kids seem to never know how to behave?
1: Think about it. Sooner or later, your child is going to be spending time away from your direct supervision, right? Right. When they go to childcare or eventually to school. Mm -hmm. And you want him to be able to manage himself without relying on you to do it for him. He needs to be able to manage his own behavior on his own. Children don't come with the ability to manage themselves. They acquire this capability by being asked to follow rules set down by parents who expect proper behavior from them and who set limits on what they can and cannot do. If a six-year-old brushes her teeth conscientiously every night before bed, whether or not her parents are watching her. It is probably because she was made to do this every night when she was four or younger. And the reason that nine-year-old is able to sit still at the dinner table and ask permission before excusing himself when he's visiting a friend's house is probably because he was forced to do this at his home (laughs) when he was growing up. Right. And when you see that 16-year-old turn in his homework on time every day, it's probably because his parents checked to see that it was done every night when he was in elementary school. In other words, the rules your child has learned from you are going to shape the rules he applies
0: to himself. So Dinah, where, where would
1: one start? Parents need to know what their expectations of their children are and agree upon those as parents and partners before they even tell their children. I always tell parents to, um, really think about what it is they want their child to learn and try to be on the same page as your, um, uh, your partner and make sure you're both giving the child the same message, right? right? It's also helpful to know what your child is able to do and what they're not able to do yet. Learning how to discipline effectively and encourage cooperation is also helpful. Be ready to tell your child no quite often during the process. Try to explain why they can't do something rather than just telling them no. For example, you can't go to the playground today because it's raining, but perhaps you can play with your Legos instead. Giving them an option of something else to do when you're telling them they can't do something helps a child feel like, oh, she's not just saying no. I have another option. I have another idea, right? Right, yep. Give that fair warning. If um, if you expect them to stop doing something, then you need to stop doing what you're doing so that they can uh, then know when it's time to, uh, to stop. Parents often tell kids, well, you have five minutes to finish this up. And they go off into the other room and they start doing whatever tasks they're doing and 10, 15, 20 minutes go by and the kids still, you know, playing or watching TV or or on their screens or whatever it is. So you're not following through with um, the message that you just gave them to stop in five minutes. So it's important to be, you know, consistent. If you give the child a time limit to finish doing what they're doing Um, be sure you stop doing what you're doing to enforce that time limit when the time comes. Right, right,
0: okay. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, you can use a fun timer for the little ones, um, something that rings or plays a familiar tune when the time is up,
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: or you could just simply set uh, an alarm on your cell phone. Following through is as important as setting the limit in the first place. And by being consistent with your limits, your child learns that they can trust you to do what you say you're going to do.
0: Now, do you have any more tips on setting rules and limits?
1: Yes, try not to set too many limits at one time. Your child needs to be able to achieve some kind of success and um, follow that limit that you just set before he can move on to the next one. You might repeat yourself during this training process but the results are going to be so worth it in the future. Pay attention to how the limits you set are affecting your child too. You might know the importance of setting the limits, but at the same time, you really don't want to crush your child's spirit in the process. Be sure that they know that you love them, even though you have to establish these limits for them. And remember, we need to establish rules and limits that will keep our children safe. It's our job as parents to teach our children to understand the that these rules are meant to keep them safe. It is our responsibility to keep harmful things away from our kids. And the other thing to remember is to be consistent. Once you set the rules, there is no bargaining or arguing, especially when rules pertain to these three things. It's health, safety, and your values, your beliefs, the ones that that truly are important to your family. You're teaching your children about morality. When you give young children simple rules, they can understand them. Also, reinforce the rules by showing your kids how to follow them. When you follow rules, you're modeling for them. When you tell them what the rules are, be firm but kind. Remind them that you love them, even when you're setting or reinforcing these rules and limits
0: yes and that love thing is really important right dinah
1: absolutely
0: yep well thank you so much for sharing this today i, I always love having you on and i because i learned so much i wish i ha- was, was a parent all over again now i'm a grandparent so i'm going <laughs> to use some of these ideas
1: <laughs> well you know what you can use them with those beautiful grandchildren you have so that's
0: right <laughs> well that's our podcast on setting rules and limits for young children thanks for listening we'd love to hear your comments about today's topic you can email us at jsj79 at cornell.edu or dine directly at dc258 at cornell.edu for more information on this topic check out our blog at blogs.cornell.edu forward slash CCE suffolk fhw you can also visit our website at ccesuffolk.org, family health and wellness, human development. That's it for today. See you again.